welcome to the Broly Commissioner Cast Podcast. I'm your host, the Corrupt Commissioner, Joe, joined alongside my co-commissioner, Brian. Salve. So here we are, Brian, Turkey Day, Turkey Day special. Gobble, gobble. Went from a brunch special now to Thanksgiving Day special. Yeah, and if you're listening to this, it's probably too late to set your lineup for the 1 o'clock game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 12 o'clock game, actually, I believe. 12? Ooh. Yes, let's spicy. see. 12.30. Oh. 12.30, so we got a half hour to go. It's going to take a little longer than that. So, yeah. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, week 11 just wrapped up. We have our first teams. Uh, first teams got decided on if they made the playoffs or not. Yes, yes. Um, but it was a, it was a really good week, uh, and the playoff hunt is still al- alive and active for Sur- a lot of teams. Surprisingly for everybody, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> yep. So waiver wire wrap up. We had six moves going on. Uh, seven bids. Not too much money. Biggest spent. Miami defense picked up by Johnny. Right. Did that work out for him? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Salvan Ahmed from the Dolphins. Again, $11 for Lolly. Darius Slayton by Christian for $8. Hines by Christian for $7 with two bids on it. Jameson Crowder by Brian for $2. Indianapolis by Christian for $1. And Dom finished it off with Ryan Sukup. Uh didn't spend any money for him. Uh, not that big of an impact. Uh, there's not really much no. left on the waiver wire. Not nothing too big. Again, I think the biggest uh, hype pickup was the uh, Salvin Ahmed move by Lolly. And if he didn't yes. get hurt by in the game, I think that would have been a lot bigger of a play. But yeah. yeah, I don't think any of these people were really played besides the uh, defenses and the kicker. Mm. But good maintenance ma- maintenance pickups throughout. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, let's go to our week ten ra- uh, week ten results. Uh, we'll start it off with my game versus Mike. Uh, we had the one one versus ten matchup, mm-hmm. and I beat Mike one seventy to one twenty one point two. Just snuck out that uh, name change on you, Mike. Just yeah, uh, Chris <laughs> Godwin and Robert Woods, Bobby Trees. Yep, had some big games at the end to pull Mike out of the name change because it wasn't looking good going into that. Right, right. But my team decided to uh, play uh, after a few weeks of being down. Even though we we're still getting wins, we weren't scoring points. Mm. So it was, it was real good to line up going into the playoffs to get a big, uh, big game out of out of my team. Uh, Deshaun Watson, the high, my high scorer with thirty-one points. And then I think my biggest move of the week was playing the Browns defense. Yeah, that was a big, big. Uh, win for you this week yeah um i didn't plan on playing them this week uh the bears defense who i had the previous week were on by this week um and the browns defense just put up a lot of points for against philly uh this was really a pickup i picked up a couple weeks ago that i was holding for the playoffs because the browns have a very juicy schedule with the new york giants and the new york jets back to back in week 15 and 16 Mm -hmm. um and i was kind of forced to play them this week but Hey, it worked out. I got 24 points out of them, and that's amazing for your defense as well. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, again, you, like you just said, the playoffs uh, matchups with the Browns is very sweet, but playing them this week, I don't think anybody could have anticipated Philly being that bad. No, but they, the Philly has given up some points to the defense. Like, I believe it was week one, they gave up a lot. They gave up nine sacks to uh, the Washington football team. Yeah. So it's not so, not so surprising to see Philly's offense putting or giving up points to defense. But, hey, it worked out for me. Um, Keenan Allen also had a big game. Mark Andrews finally stepping up uh, after a few down weeks. And the Tyler Lockett trade finally paying off dividends for me with him scoring 17 points. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, Mike didn't 
like fail on his own, right? He put up a decent game. I think it was just uh, maybe his tight end and like maybe a flex play that he could have changed out there. Really, it's just I mean, I, he he put up some points. One twenty one is not bad. Yeah, he put up points. Uh, Aaron Rodgers had a solid game with twenty one points. Uh, Robert Woods, like we said, twenty four points. Chris Godwin, mm-hmm. fourteen points. Yeah, the yeah. only the only thing he would have starting from a perfect lineup would have been if he played. Emmanuel Sanders over Christian Kirk. Which and then it's it was only, only a, it was only one point, yeah. one and a half points. So I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, it was a good showing from Mike, and that's I think why he's not completely out of the playoff runs right now. No, he is. He is completely out. He's not completely. No, if, he is. No, because if if uh, if there's uh, matchups where um, they go certain ways, and Mike has some monster points, point wise, he's probably out. But miracle on Thirty Fourth Street can still happen for Mike. Okay, yeah, <laughs> he he has to he has to pay. There are there are. There are, couple, there are he can but he's in striking distance. Yeah, he's within striking distance, and I think it's just because he put up this one twenty one game. So yep. I I think Mike kept his very very slight hopes of the playoffs yeah, so alive. See. He could pass Christian, mm-hmm. and he could pass Christian. Yeah, well, so, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, so, he, yeah. I mean, a lot of things have to go right, but you know, I mathematically, think this, I thought he was out this week, but no, he's still he is still in the hunt. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's a very long shot, but the one twenty one point game, if he can do something beyond that for next week and the week after and get a couple wins he has a chance yep but we'll see how that goes moving on to the next matchup we'll go to your matchup um you versus lolly yes uh you needed to win i need to win every week you need to win every week (laughs) and you you pulled out this win uh 113 to 102 yes thank you defense it was looking it was looking very close match uh uh, but you pulled it out, and Lolly wasn't able to finish it off on Monday. Again, Lolly getting struck with the same uh, uh, problems with injuries and stuff. It's just really unlucky for most of his players. I mean, like you know, uh, Ahmed went out. Yeah, he put up for he put up decent points. Put up points. Nine points. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's just it's a couple like dings and like uh, chips here and there where it just really. I mean, it was a close game, regardless. Yep. I like I like the way uh, I liked how close it was, and it was definitely a good matchup. For Ezekiel sure. Elliott finally put up points. He put up eighteen points mm-hmm. for Lolly. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a lot of double digits, but at the, at the end of the day, Henry Ruggs put up two points, and his kicker had a big old goose egg. He well, I mean, nobody can anticipate. He that missed the field goal. That Lions What's game a, was ridiculous. <laughs> was it a far field? It must have been a far field goal that he missed. Yeah. And and Detroit didn't score any points, so his yep. kicker didn't have any chance to score points. Yeah, yeah. So it was just a really hard matchup with the Lions against Carolina that game. He almost started a perfect lineup. Uh, he would have been able to get maybe six, six, eight, six, seven points if he would have played optimally. But uh, top yeah. half of the, his roster looked good. Bottom half didn't. For you. Justin Herbert balled out once again, twenty-seven points. Yep, yep. Kenyon Drake finally came back, had it Goss. came back from injury, got a touchdown, fourteen points. He's been getting you zero, so that's been a really, that was yeah. a really good play for yeah, you. Yeah, and he actually was playing that Thursday night game really well. I liked how he handled that, so always good. Uh, Calvin Ridley came back from injury, had a de- had a pretty good game, scoring yep. double digits. Yep, and I like Eric Ebron pickup too with the tight end plays he's been getting with the with the amount that Big Ben sl- uh, throwing that around. It's yep. it's a good move. And Damian Harris having a decent game again too. Yeah, even though James White's coming back, I think Burkhead's going to IR, so I think there's still room for him in, on the roster there. So that was a good game for you. Uh, Lolly's still in the hunt. You're still in the hunt. Yes. You're, you continue to be in the hunt. With Without getting eliminated, so yes. that was that was that was really what you needed, right? Right. Um, so 
hopefully we'll see how this this week this upcoming week is going to be a big big this, week for everybody. This is going to be a big week for everybody, yes. And then the next game we'll go to we'll go to Johnny versus Chris or Johnny versus Kevin. Mm-hmm. Johnny pulling out the win, one thirty point eight to one seventeen point four. Yes. Um, Kevin's team was really close during this game. Yeah, it was it was looking pretty hard for Johnny going into it, and then Johnny pulled ahead a little bit near the end there. Yeah, I think. The biggest mistake for Kevin was last-minute changes. Uh, he put in – or he dropped J.K. Domins with, yes. within an hour before the game or yes. something like that. Yes. Um, he picked up Kerryon Johnson. Which, and it, if he would have stuck, stuck with J.K. Dobbins, uh, Kerryon Johnson only put up 4.8 points. Mm-hmm. J.K. Dobbins put up 17 yeah. point four or something like that. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, he actually would have lost – he still would have lost to Johnny. By only a half a point. Right, right. Which, you know, I mean, to be fair, I'm going to get into this because it's one of my big brain plays, but it's I, I like the move a lot before the game. And like I said, hindsight's like, you know, a bitch. But yeah. I, I, I agree with the move entirely that he did, and I, I find no fault, and I would have done the same thing in his position. But, yeah, so let's see. Johnny, Dalvin Cook back at it again, scoring 22 points after – Losing Johnny the week, bef- losing Johnny the game the week before. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Derek Henry getting some points again, back up to nineteen points. But Juju, I, t- I don't know if Juju got hurt. Surprising that score for Juju. Yeah, he, he had four receptions, but only nineteen yards, so he didn't put up much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Johnny ha- Johnny come bouncing back after a loss, and you know he he's looking like he's locking himself in for that playoffs. Um, yeah, yeah. And Kevin, Kevin, that loss hurts him, but he's still he's still in the hunt. Still, like we said, everybody is still in the hunt. There's yeah. no, but no one's been eliminated yet. No, not technically. No, um, though, though this win does take Johnny into into 100 percent playoff territory. Not confirmed yet. Yeah, it is because he's he can't lose the unless he has two disastrous games. Mathematically, Zero. he is not confirmed. Um, after this week, he will definitely be it would definitely be confirmed probably if he wins. Um, but. According to Sleeper, only two teams have been confirmed in the playoffs. Johnny is just on that cusp. I I don't think anybody can reach Johnny's get the seven wins. That's that's the reason why he's confirmed. Well, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, if let's see, he's, yeah, yeah, he, so. yeah, he should. Unless he doesn't play any players, yeah. Unless he pl- puts up straight zeros, I, I th- um, he's in. He's pretty much <laughs> confirmed. He has that ninety nine point nine percent. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. So. Um, but he does. He yes. Yeah. He's not mathematically locked <laughs> in, but he is. What with points. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're getting on a tangent with that. But Johnny's taking up the win. Kevin falling down. Um, it's going to be a tough road for Kevin, but he has the same road that that you have, Brian. Yes. So, so it's winner. It's winner go home now for for you, Brian and Mike. Yep. Yep. So we'll see. Next, we'll go to Chris versus Christian. The battle of the Chris's. <laughs> Chris won. He gets the name. <laughs> Christian will now be TN. Um, <laughs> That's harsh, man. <laughs> Maybe if you beat him by 100, you can, you can rename him as a Team TN. But damn. So Chris putting up 112.1 to Christian's 85.14. Again, another sub-100 game for Christian. Yeah, and I mean, this one actually, you can't really blame it on the usual suspects for Christian either. This one is down to Ronald Jones, his kicker. Or not his kicker, I'm sorry. Um uh, Jacoby Myers not putting up too many points, and Deontay Johnson or David Johnson, David jo- Duke, Duke Johnson, Johnson. Duke, Duke Johnson, sorry, Duke Duty Johnson. Yeah, Dookie Dookie J over there getting ten. It's not this time. It's not Michael Thomas's fault. Yeah, but <laughs> but it could be D Hop fault. He only put up seven point six points. Yeah, uh, he's been up and down this season. Um, 
Once he gets D Hop and, and Michael Thomas on the same page, though, it's, it could be looking deadly. Well, he's gonna do that soon. Otherwise, he's not gonna. He's gonna be yep. on the outside looking in. Like uh, Lamar Jackson, though, only sixteen point five points. Uh, still haven't have reaching those MVP numbers that he put up last year. Right. Um, but it just really sucks because Christian last week he benched Ronald Jones, and this week it would have been the right right time to bench him. Yeah, it's Ronald Jones is a very boomer bust kind of player right now. Yeah, Christian left a lot of points on his bench though. He left yes. Cooper Cup, who scored twenty points, uh, on a. Uh, 11 reception game for 145 yards. And he also left Curtis Samuel on the bench, uh, who pulled in eight receptions, 70 yards, and a touchdown, 17 points. Those hurt. I mean, but at the same time, both those players had crappy week 10s. So going off previous weeks, it's really just like, you know, it's kind of, he's got these players that either do really well or really bad, and it's kind of hard picking the right players yeah. to go in because it seems like you're always making the wrong choice. And I know that can get frustrating. And I, every time I see Cooper Cup on, on Christian's bench, he's done this a couple times, that Christian Cup has one off. And, but every time he puts him in, he, he doesn't. So uh, it's, <laughs> it's really rough. But on Chris's side, he played Cam Newton. Yep. Uh, 19 points. Jared Goff, if he would have stuck with him, would have gave him a little bit more points, but he's still. Still good play. Um, Let's see. Mike Evans, 13 points. And Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, 21 points. And Goddard, 16 points. Mike Williams, he played Mike Williams at 15 points. We spoke about Mike Mike Williams Williams a week ago. Yeah, Mike Williams is a good play. He got a good touchdown, 72 yards. Um, Things that hurt him, he he decided to bench Mr. Mailman. I know you hate him, Brian. And he wasn't looking good. Fucking garbage. (laughs) But he put up 18 points. 18 points is rare, rare Two touchdowns. Uh, we'll see what Chris does this week. Um, I think he he might have a little tight, tough matchup. But hey, he pulls out that win. Uh, there was a bunch of teams sitting at five and five. He's now the only team at six and five. Mm-hmm. So he's he's trying to trying to hold on to that to that last playoff or that playoff spot for himself. Mm-hmm. Get out of the Sacco Bowl. He was the Sacco last year, so he wants to be as far away as, as possible. I mean, hitting, being the only five and five team to win this week is definitely a good thing, and yep. definitely increases his odds for playoffs. Yes. So. Definitely a uh, a win that Chris is sitting pretty at the top of the uh, the chase for now. Yep. The next, uh, which ones do we go over? We went over me. We went over you. Yep. We went over all of them except for the match of the week. Just matchup of the week. All right. Matchup of the week. Um, it was the 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 Bro League podcast host Dom versus Johnny or nope Dom versus Gooby. <laughs> Gooby pulled Sorry, out Gooby. the win, one forty one point three to Dom's one thirty one point one. And this, another close game going into that final matchup or the final game of the week. I actually, yeah, I actually like this game a lot. It was very close on projections the whole time. And going into that Monday night game, it was pretty close too, so. And the big thing that really happened was Adam Thielen blew up and took him, took Dom almost out of the running for this. Adam Thielen put up 28 points. I believe this was the Sunday night game. Yes. Uh, so after everything was said, put Gooby up a lot. Yeah. Well, no, With, I'm sorry. That wasn't the Sunday night game. That was uh, probably a 4 o'clock game. 4 o'clock game? Yeah, because Sunday night game was uh, Travis Kelsey getting all right, those points. Right, 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 right. Yes, and then Travis Kelsey yeah. back-to-back. The Adam Thielen, then Travis Kelsey putting up 22 points. Yeah. Uh, put Gooby up a lot with Dom only having Tom Brady to play. And it looks like every week, every other week, Tom Brady has been on and off. Um, yeah. 
he only put up 12 points this week after dropping 31 the week prior. Yeah, I mean, and you know, having Tom Brady and your kicker playing in a Monday night game, you think you'd pr- pretty much like you know have a good shot. Yep. But Tom Brady's been kind of up and down really yes. in the last couple of weeks. He's he, you know he, what is next week going to be the angry game? You only play Tom Brady every other week. What's going on with that? I don't know. It's it's getting really rough. Well, next week he's he's on a bye. Ooh, that sucks. Having your quarterback on a bye on the final regular season, mm. that's going to be tough. But we'll see how Dom goes. Um. I don't know if he's playing Tom Brady. We'll look at that in a little bit. But he had some good performances by Antonio Gibson. Another back the week prior, he dropped 20 points. This week he had 16 points. Yep. Chase and Evans still putting up almost 13 points, even though Kenyon Drake's back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. DJ Moore, 18 points. Tanyan. I think the Mark Cooper. Thing- Think the C-E-H, biggest thing, all getting points. I think the biggest thing that really screwed Dom not is not just Tom Brady; it's also Julio. He was in yes. and out of that blue medical tent the entire game for. Yeah, Julio ending up with just under five points, getting hurt. We'll see if he plays this week. We'll see if he how much he plays this week. But then um, again, that's classic Julio proving me wrong. So. Yes. <laughs> and I mean Dom's defense. He he played the Steelers, who had fourteen points. Good. good Gooby's play. Gooby's defense. The Patriots only had negative two point five, so that was a big swing. Not so good. <laughs> but Gooby had a lot more boom. Um, Kyler, bad game for him, but he still put up twenty points. Yep. And Gooby's running backs not as good as Dom's, but is that Adam Thielen, Travis Kelsey, and and Deontay Johnson. And, the and he played the stack. The stack, stack got him 30 points. Stack, it worked again. I don't know how much longer he can do that. And, you know, Juju is still there. He, yep. he, but he Juju is hurt. So he could be hurt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, But Gooby's team's rolling, uh, sitting second place, tied with me in in, in record. Um, it's it's real close on, on every front. Yeah. So with yeah, that, for sure. we'll go to today's, this week's weekly awards. Yep. And I'll start off with the uh, big brain plays, and my first big brain play is going to be Johnny picking up the having or picking up or having the Saints defense. Um, picked up Johnny. Uh, I don't you you picked up the Dolphins. You played the Dolphins, and you should have played the Saints. So you would have been high on this list if you did play the Saints. But um, I do like the Saints matchups coming up. Uh, not go not for the uh, playoffs. You need to find but different to, finish out the regular to season. figure out the regular season. They have a very very good schedule, uh, in my opinion. Um, for see. playoffs, you're definitely gonna have to find somebody else because they're facing Kansas City <laughs> and Minnesota, and and you know you don't want to you don't want to end the season on that. But going finishing out the regular season, he has Denver, Atlanta, and if he has to play in that first round. Is Philadelphia, which is a great play, I yeah. think, for the first round if he has to play them. So, yep. I, I I think that having the Saints defense going into that, kind of like how you were talking about before with the Browns defense, yep. it's a very good look ahead play, and he's in the spot and he has the roster space to do it. Yep. I think it's a very solid move. Um, the second big brain play again. I'm going to go back to it. Uh, it's Kevin drop picking up carry on and dropping um, J.K. Dobbins. It was a very bold move. J.K. Dobbins has been getting three points a game, maybe. And that backfield is so messed up now that, you know, now now J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram have COVID. So, you know, now I guess the bus is going to run trains over there. But yep. go d- starting the game, I would have absolutely done exactly what Kevin did. Drop J.K. Dobbins, try to find somebody who, you know, back up. Obviously, uh, Swift was out last week, so Carrion had the chance to go off and do stuff. Unfortunately, that Lions game was a complete uh, disaster. I, I wasn't here for when he did this, but I want to know why he went with Carrion over AP. Uh the few, few weeks prior, he has been playing AP. Mm-hmm. AP was the starter before DeAndre Swift was named starter. Right. Um, so I, th- I think 
AP would have been the right pickup. Probably, yeah, if you're going to pick one of the even two. Though, even though Carrion did end up with more points. I think there was a little bit more of a hype and coach talk going into that because before the game, they knew Swift was going to be out. They yep. asked him, like, hey, what are you going to do? And they said, we're going to get Carrion a lot more involved. Okay. So I think that was part of the decision there. I think Kevin also has a little bit of loyalty to Carrion. A little bit. I mean, it, it hurts having somebody just get completely yeah. discarded like yeah. that. It was it was ridiculous that they just signed AP and they're like, oh, okay, Carrion who? And didn't, didn't have him. So, uh, again. It gr- didn't really matter because the whole line. Right, right. I mean, and if maybe if Kevin picked another uh, running back, he could have had this situation avoided. But in my opinion, it was a good move. It just unfortunately didn't work out. And my last big brain play, I'm going to call it now because it's been a couple weeks since the trade. Uh, I think Chris absolutely won that trade with you for sure. I think Mike Evans and uh, Melvin Gordon put up. Uh, I think he traded a one A for two one Bs. Yep. And he definitely, I think, th- with the spread and getting the the running back, which you need the depth for, he absolutely won that trade. Oh, for I sure. think I think it's definitely uh, a pretty even trade because yep. while I did give up Mike Evans and. Melvin Gordon, who have been scoring points, mm-hmm. um, it gave my roster a little bit of flexibility, and Tyler Lockett right. finally scored me more points right. this week. Yeah, in no so way, in no way, I'm I do, saying I do like the I do like the move up though for Chris. Right, I, I in no way I'm saying the trade was yes. bad for you, but I'm also I'm just saying I that it, I, he he needed that trade yes. a lot more than you did. So yes, I think he totally he won that trade uh, in in terms of just being able to start those two players and give up somebody like yep. otherwise you would have been sitting on locket and then you yep. wouldn't have had that depth so I think I think it was definitely a good great trade for Chris and if he makes the playoffs I think that'll be the move that helped him get there. It might be the move that bites you in the ass. Could be the move that bites you in the ass, but you know <laughs> but what? But we'll see. You have to make moves to be that'll in be, the game. That'll be an interesting thing if Chris has to face you in the playoffs and, oh, yeah. it, and it comes down to something like that on a Monday game or something. That's going to be... Hey, if that's what I lose to, that's what I lose to. And I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then from the bonehead moves of the week, uh, this week, Gooby playing the New England Patriots. Yeah. Defense only putting up negative two point. Five points, a um, little bit of a head scratcher. I know the Patriots' defense has been pretty good this year. This year, I think. No, actually, they've been terrible. <laughs> That's I mean, right. I looked at this; they were terrible. They haven't scored more than five points since week six. The last five games have all been under five points. Um, they've only had two games that were over ten points, and the Houston offense is not an offense to really scoff at. Yeah, I think people are really I mean I know that um you know there have been some injuries over there and their coaching staff hasn't been really and they started 0 and 5 and stuff yep. like that. But uh, Houston Bill O'Brien's been gone. Houston's been on a tear. Yeah, Houston's not not a team that you can just throw defenses against and say yeah this will do. So I don't know exactly where the logic for that came from and I agree with this uh this call out. Yep. And I mean last week Deshaun Watson didn't have that great of a game, but since week four, he scored over 24, 20 points besides uh, last week, week ten. Yeah, and he went off the last week, and it that I mean, was just a, a poor move. I don't I don't know when he picked them up. Yeah, I mean it just I think it was a little after the waivers he picked them up. But I mean like I mean come on, I have the Buccaneers defense, and I'm not playing them against Kansas City. You just got to be yeah. smart with your defensive plays. All right, number two, I'm gonna go with Chris. Uh, we spoke about this a little bit. He benched uh, Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. I know Melvin Gordon hasn't been great. Uh, the past two weeks, um, but he had a little bit of a cushy matchup, and he played. I think my biggest thing was he decided to play Jamal Williams over him. Mm. Uh, Jamal Williams is the number two running back in Green Bay. Right. Um, 
He's been getting solid points. He's seven and eight the last two weeks. And I know Aaron Jones has been nursing an injury and stuff. You can but, make you can make an argument for it, but, but I, with I, Aaron Jones back, I think I would have I would have ran out Melvin Gordon again. Um, he had and and he had the better matchup. Right. Uh, Jamal Williams was going against Indiana D, who is probably pretty stout. The, Number one D, if not top three defense this year. Yeah. Um, so I think that I think and that that cost him a lot of points. Luckily, he won this week, so it's not too bad. Yeah. And then my biggest bonehead of the week. Um, I know you gave Kevin credit in his big brain plays. Mm-hmm. Um, for dropping J.K. Right. But we spoke to Kevin last week, and this could and have been avoided. This could have been avoided. <laughs> um, he had Joe Mixon sitting in his lineup all week. And we said, hey, Kevin, you going to do anything about your running back position? Uh, Joe Mixon still hasn't been practiced. He's like, nah. He's like, I, I have to play him. He's the only one I could play. And really, his the bonehead move is he had no plan. Yeah. I um, mean, we know we know Joe Mixon hasn't practiced since October. Well, he's on IR now. And then after, <laughs> after we spoke about it, the next day, Joe Mixon goes on IR. Yeah. So Kevin was banking on Joe Mixon playing, even though he hasn't practiced, and they finally throw him on IR. He had no plan, and it bit him in the ass. Yeah, I mean, like, again, Joe Mc- uh, J.K. Dobbins did score some points, so if he left him in, it would have been an okay play. But not having a backup uh, plan to what's yes. going on and then having that whole panic at the end of the day kind of thing. Exactly. Even though it was a good move that he did, it's not a move that he should have had to make. Exactly, and that's where the boneheadedness of it comes right, in. Right, right. So that's our awards this week. <laughs> um, we're going to go through the rankings. Uh, so... We have our first two teams locking in playoff spots, guaranteed mathematically. Me and Gooby sitting at one and two, both at eight, eight and three. Um, Johnny is sitting at seven and four by himself mm-hmm. with the ninety-nine point nine percent chance. Yep. Uh, no matter what, he should make it in, even if he loses the next two games. But there's always that small, small chance, even though it's not going to happen. His whole team could go get zeros and just big, yep. big. What if? But Chris sitting at six and five, the only six and five team sitting in fourth place. Mm-hmm. Then we get the big bunch. We yes. have Lolly, Dom, and Christian all at five and six. Yep. Um, no one moving any positions. Um, Christian just on the outside of the bubble. And then we have Brian and Kevin. Uh, they flip flop swats again. Flippity floppity. Uh, at four and seven. And then Mike at three and eight in the basement. Less than one percent chance yeah. to make the playoffs. Yeah, but he's still not mathematically eliminated. Not yet, because as as we said, Joe and Gooby are locked in one hundred percent for the playoffs. Yep. Uh, Johnny, unless uh, a tornado hits his team, uh, the best Monday night meltdown <laughs> becomes a whole weekend. Unless his whole team's meltdown. playing on Monday. Unless yep. his whole team's playing on Monday for two weeks, he's got he's pretty much in the playoffs. Uh, Chris and then ninety six percent to get in the playoffs. Uh, Lolly sitting at 74. I think that's just because of points, because he was going on pretty high points in the, earlier in the season. Um, Dom sitting at 54. Yep. Because I, I think position, again, points. Christian sitting right outside that with 37% to get in the playoffs. I'm at 23%. Kevin's at 15. Mike is less than one. Yes. So, And, and I think a big thing we forgot to talk about about last week was – it was the perfect scenario for you. Yes. Um, yes. You had a lot of five and five teams above you. You were sitting at three and seven. Mm-hmm. You needed a win. And only one of those five and five teams got the win, and that was Chris. And I'm pretty, pretty sure if uh, either Chris or Lolly is the kind of, is, are the guys that I wanted to take the win. If anybody yes. was going to take losses, it needed to be Dom or Christian because they're yep. the ones closer to the bottom of the points four pile. Which... So instead of, instead of only being within 
spot of one team, which would have been the bubble team, you are still you have you're in targeting uh, two teams, two spots, five and six. Yes, they're still in your in your range. Same thing with Kevin, um, and that worked out perfect for you guys. And it kind of worked out for the teams that lost that five and five because right. the other five and five teams lost. Right. So this kept everything nice and tight, nice and close for that uh, sixth playoff spot or the last or the last three really, and uh, we can make it a. Uh, Make it interesting for the end of the season for sure. Oh, definitely. And now we'll do our we'll wrap this podcast up with our week twelve preview, which start in four minutes. The first game, the D- Detroit versus I don't remember who it is. It's uh, Detroit, Detroit versus Houston. Houston, yeah. Um, terrible game, in my opinion. Don't yeah. want to watch it, but you know, hey, you people, have, to. people have fantasy points. It's in Thanksgiving. There. First game will go to Dombers Mike. The ass-to-ass manager versus the Dominator. Team Dominator, who still has not changed his name. From, from Team Dominator. From Team Dominator. Well, th- to be fair, he doesn't have to unless somebody beats him by 50 right. points. So, But we said, you know. We'll see. Karma. Anyway, uh, I think this is a good matchup. Right now, it's very closely projected 108 to 106, favoring Mike. Um, I think Mike could have a good game here. Um, yeah, I see. like some of Mike's plays. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey is not going to be playing, so Mike Davis is going to pick up some of that slack against Minnesota. Yep, I like that move. Robert um, Woods had a, is coming off a great week. Um, Chris Godwin, he has a tough matchup against Kansas City, but there's so many weapons. Who are you really going to cover? We'll see how that matchup goes. I think the biggest uh, bonus to Mike is Dave Montgomery's back off yes. uh, injury, so that's definitely going to be he's up and ready to go against Green Bay, who doesn't have the best run defense. So uh, that's a good move. Dom. In Antonio Gibson looks like he might have another great game against Dallas. But the but the, I think the big news here is Dom picked up Daniel Jones. Ooh. He did. And he dropped Tua. Ooh. So I don't know if that's a backup. Top 10 quarterback. I don't know if that's a backup or like because he has Tom Brady in his uh, starting lineup against Kansas City right now. Tom Brady, terrible week last week. Maybe right. he has that big game. Uh, the, the 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 Daniel Jones pickup. I mean, it's a good. Since he's facing Cincinnati, Daniel Jones. Is, so maybe maybe he's gonna plug him in. Maybe he's gonna juggle juggle. Maybe he's can, gonna take the risk. Can the top ten quarterback Daniel Jones make another make the, another start? The bedded top ten quarterback Daniel yes. Jones on the actual top ten running back Daniel Jones. Yes. <laughs> I I think for Don it's gonna be if if Julio plays or not and how much he's gonna be play. That's gonna yeah. be a big thing. And how much uh how much of a timeshare can Chase Edmonds still? Carve out with Kenyon Drake coming back and playing well. Yeah, to be fair though, he still has uh, McKissick and he's got Al Galore to fill, fill some spots down there. So. so, so what's my play here? Do I choose Mike or do I choose Dom? I think Mike's going to take this. Okay, honestly. I'm going to go with Dom. I think Mike might take this one away from Dom just by sheer luck. I think my percentage is if I go against Mike, he wins. Really? So I think I'm going to go with Dom. Okay, all right. Well, we'll I, see how this show. I'm going to I'm going to remove my personal feelings from this, and I say just by projections and the matchups and everything like that, and Mike getting a couple people back off injury, I think Mike might squeeze this one out. All right. Well, it's going to be a close one. Mike needs yeah. to win to to at least stay alive. Yes. Even if he wins, he might be out. We'll see. But I mean, losing is a guaranteed trip to the ba- to exactly. uh, the soccer bowl. Rather. Next, we have your game, you versus Christian. Another bubble game. This is. Perfectly set up for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian has the lead right now in the projections. Yes. I think it's going to be interesting to see if he sticks with – right now he's sticking with uh, Duke Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yep. Duke Johnson – I mean, uh, David Johnson's still on IR, right? So. David Johnson is on IR. Um, 
I don't like how like sym- symmetrical these games are. Yeah. Because we have a lot of players that have good matchups, and I don't like how both my wide receivers are questionable. So. <laughs> hey, same for him. DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Thomas, questionable too. Yeah. Uh, it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a close match. Um, I'm hoping Herbert will have a shootout with uh, Josh Allen. Yep. That I mean, you know, uh, Kenyon Drake's going up against New England. Sanders just got Jordan Howard signed to the team. That's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. But the, the Eagles like to use Jordan Howard. Yeah, they do, which is going to be a pain in the ass if they start doing it at the end of the season. Um, but yet, I mean, going going to the bench, I think we don't have a lot of people that we can sub in. I mean, Jacoby Myers was supposed to be pretty good last week for Christian. He wasn't really. Uh, I have Jordan Reed and T. Uh, I, I'm not going to put in Higgins anymore because uh, uh, Joe Burrow tore every ligament ACL, in his yeah. knee. <laughs> I, I think it's, it's I think Christian has a good chance to play Ronald Jones um, or even Curtis Samuel. Right. Uh, Curtis Samuel has been breaking out the past five weeks besides for week 10. Um, he's had almost 15 points each week. Right. Over 15 points. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think he's averaging like 17 points a week. Yeah. Besides for that week 10 matchup. So that could even be a good play. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be it's gonna be an interesting one. I mean, I know who I want to win. Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> projection-wise, say Christian yes. is going, but Christian's team has underperformed all season. He's cool. always had high projections, and he's scored, you know, less than 100 points way too many times. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with you because I want to see spiciness, and Ooh. you winning makes this the last week very, very interesting. Yes, yeah. So I mean, like I said, I think it's gonna be a good matchup. Uh, both of our teams have underperformed in the past. I think it's gonna be a close game. I hope yep. it's a good one. And then we'll move over to Chris versus Kevin. Um, Kevin right now projected to to beat Chris one nineteen to one fourteen. This matchup, if if Chris wins, I believe he's in. Yeah, if Chris wins, he's definitely locked in for the playoffs for yes. sure. Yeah, if Chris wins, he's he, he. I don't know if he's a hundred percent, but he gets to that ninety nine point nine percent. Yeah, lock in. Um, and you know, I like. I mean, the bottom half of Kevin's team is. I see a lot of green in the matchups there. Especially, I do, but I also see this uh, this little misplay already. Kevin starting Marvin Jones in his flex. Giving up his flexibility by not put, starting him in his wide receiver slot. Yeah. With Devontae Adams, who's questionable, probably will play. But he's a Sunday night game. True. I mean, it's just, that's a Sunday night game, I guess. So if he wants to be a little less risky with it, he can throw in A.J. Green or uh, Marquise Brown. I guess the, the only way he could to really make up for it is to switch Devontae Parker with Dev- Devontae Adams. Gets that flexibility back. But, you know, we don't like seeing flex players. It's, on the, on the early games, it just it, it we needed a, a PSA, you know, yes. just just a, a general PSA. Don't play anybody on early games in your flex. End of story. And but, I know I know. All right, just looking at the matchup, Big Ben against Baltimore. Ben's been on fire. He has been on fire. Ben's been throwing up points. But week eight, they played Baltimore. Yes. Baltimore. This matchup's also getting delayed from tonight to Sunday because uh, Baltimore players, I think they had fourteen staff or team members. Combined test positive for COVID. Yeah, it's not a good look. But back in week eight, Big Ben threw up 15 points. Uh, he had only 16 points last week following two big weeks prior to that. Um, Speaking of which, Devonta Adams should, should be playing. Should have. Yeah, I just got the announcement yep. here. So 
Okay, all right. That although on saying that, uh, we have Cam Newton taking on Arizona. So you know, Cam Newton's. I know he had that one really, really bad week, yes. but uh, other than that, he's been putting up some decent numbers too. And Arizona looks like it, they give up points, so this yeah. could be a big week for for Cam. Um, I think I think what I think Tyreek Hill will have a, another big week. I think this is gonna be a good week for Gurley if he plays yes. too. Um, and Chris gets Stefan Diggs back from from by yeah so that that's a that's going to be a big boost to his roster mm-hmm. we'll see if he sticks with zane gonzalez or if he goes over to Har- uh, harrison bucker uh i know chris doesn't move uh changes lineup around i'm gonna go with chris i think he has the momentum um and and we'll see if he can finally lock in that spot after being the sack last year all right i i think this one i'm gonna go a, a slight edge to kevin okay slightly very slight um nothing against chris it's just i think a lot of kevin's matchups are better for him. I mean, I know it's the kicker, and think, you know, I think Kevin's or Chris's top half is way better than Kevin's. Chris's top half is definitely better in matchups, but I mean, end of the day, those. I mean, Adams is projected for twenty points too, yeah. so I mean, we'll see how it goes. But well, it's going to be an interesting uh, matchup for sure. I think it, I think it's going to come for Kevin's team. Will come down to this matchup that's going on right now. Uh, he has the Marvin Jones the. TJ Hawkinson, yeah, stack going um, against Houston defense, who can give up points. We'll see how many points they could actually get. It's always, uh, always a turkey day rumble with the Lions, so oh, yeah. we'll see. And then we will move on to Johnny versus Lolly. This one, this is, one's an interesting matchup. This one's interesting, and at the same time, it doesn't concern me because okay. because Lolly's one of those teams that have I think more points for than me. So there he's higher up there. If Johnny loses, it's not going to do anything. If Lo- if Lolly wins, I'm like, "Okay, yeah, sure that makes sense." Lolly's trying getting in the playoffs though with his yes. uh team trying to trying to see if he could be the four-time champ. Yeah. So <laughs> uh this one I I I won't lie. If Johnny wins, he moves up into second place. Yeah. So for this one, I want to see Lolly win, um, <laughs> but that's for my own selfish reasons. Right. Johnny's projected to beat Lolly 135 to 132. Very close game, high scoring projection already. Yeah, yeah. No, this one, this one is going to be a uh, projected to be a big blowout. Holmes versus Wilson, Derek Henry versus Derek Henry and Dalvin Cook versus Aaron Jones and Ezekiel Elliott. This could be a banger. Yeah, this uh, this one is a uh, spicy game for sure. For sure. I'm trying to look at the benches and see who's playing. Lolly doesn't really have much on his bench that he could go to. Um, Johnny doesn't either. Johnny's sitting Fulgrim and Jerry Judy. Yep. I mean, I, I think, I mean, the interesting play I think here for Johnny is playing Tyler Boyd. Cause, oh, yes. Because uh, I don't I don't think I would trust anything about the Bengals offense without Joe Burrow on, on there. So The only thing I'm trusting right now is Gio Bernard. Yeah, yeah. But even that, I'm scared because I think he's had in the concussion protocol. Right yeah, now. and I mean, you know, Finley is um, okay. We saw him play a little bit last year, yep. uh, but he's—I don't think uh, I would trust wide receivers right now. I mean, maybe maybe uh, Tyler Board could be that checkdown receiver. Did the Bears so. play Green Bay already this year? No, they haven't. So we haven't seen this matchup for Allen Robinson yet. Mm. Um, but Russell Wilson and DK couldn't go off this week right. against Philly. Um. Yeah, oh, tight end, it, tight end play looking good for Johnny and Lolly. I, I mean, yeah. I know Noah Font's been uh, uh, hurt most of the season, on and off, but I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I think they're making correct plays. I see a lot of green on both sides. Um, I, 
it's going to be, I think it's going to be a good one. Yeah. And if we go back to week three, when these teams matched up previously, Johnny edged out Lolly 168 to 164. Okay. Okay. Um, I believe that was the second highest scoring game of the year combined. combined yeah. Yeah. Following. Brian versus Lolly, which was one eighty-one to one sixty. <laughs> that one was insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, yeah. I mean, like I said, I like uh, Lolly for this matchup. I think Johnny's gonna make it hard for him, though, for sure. Yes. And for do sure. we have? All right, we have to. We have to go to it. Do we have any Monday nights? We do. Oh man, the stack Lolly with the Monday night meltdown potential with Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf. Oh, that's the worst stack to go against the Monday night versus Johnny's. Uh, what's his name? Myers, Jason Myers. So if they if they if they go against the, if they get touchdowns, Johnny doesn't get points. He gets one point. Oh, that's gonna be. That's he wants the be, field goals out of that game. That's gonna be a dresser banger for sure. Oh man, <laughs> Monday night. I'm so excited for Monday night. Oh uh, no, Russell and DK. Well, like I said, I'm giving this one to Lolly. So uh, will Johnny? We'll, we'll will Johnny play Fulgroom? We'll see how it works. Or, we'll see how it works out. Throwing another Monday night player. I mean, I like Fulgrim this week. I think over he, Tyler Boyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with Joe Burrow uh, out, I, I think Finley's gonna if, if he's gonna do anything, he's gonna do checkdowns. But stuff. but can Johnny play somebody on Monday night? Yeah, I think he can. I don't know. He has some bad juju. I, I listen, listen. He still got juju on his team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, yeah. Like I just like this one for Lolly. This one is going to be, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game and definitely an interesting one to watch on Monday night. It's yes. going to be the, the one but to focus. But seeing, seeing that Monday night potential, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean Lolly for this one um, just because I like this this uh, story narrative. Right. Yeah, there you go. And then to wrap up the week, uh, we're going to go to my game versus Gooby, matchup of the week. Uh, yes. So we're the one and two. Uh, winner of this game, I believe if I win, I secure a bye. Yep. If Gooby wins, he doesn't secure a bye, but, he's but he has a good, good chance, and he moves up to first, and like I said, loser of this match drops to three. Yeah. If Johnny wins. Right. I think if Gooby wins this and Johnny loses, he secures a bye. Yes. So yes. so I, it's a good. It's definitely a good position for either of you, so this yes. is pretty much playing for the bye spot. Playing for the bye spot this week. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a great match. Last time we faced, I beat Gooby by 50 points, and I believe that's the the game that really started this this podcast off um, yeah and then after that they decided to come back at us and then never show up again yeah but i think it's gonna be a great match <laughs> the one versus two this late in the season um i think it's gonna be a great matchup we have deshaun watson and brandon cooks going on right now so my player's thrown to his sucks but it's gonna be what it is i mean though i do like nick chubb coming back he did well last week yep even though he uh, conceded almost every goal line touch to Kamara, or to Kamara, freaking um, Kareem Hunt. Speaking, yep. speaking of Kamara, he's been a little banged up. He's been a little banged up. Taysom Hill might be vulturing some some rushing touchdowns with socks a little bit. Hoping he gets back into it. Um, Keenan Allen's always good to put up points. Like again, Keenan I hope Allen. my I team's hope looking a little banged up this week. I well, I hope that game, the Buffalo game's a shootout. Like I said, yep. uh, AJ Brown. He's always good for a couple points. Yep. We'll see if Mark Andrews can uh, continue on his hot hand. See if Tyler Lockett can uh, help out. Maybe Russell Wilson will toss a couple passes to him this week. Um, and I like the Browns again this week against Jacksonville. Question, uh, if they do designate uh, Eckler to return, are you going to play him? That's I don't know. I, I'm debating because right now I have to play Geo. 
Right. Um, but like I said, he's in concussion protocol. He he lost Joe Burrow. I mean, you don't have to play Gio. DeAndre Swift was was ruled out this week, so he's on. He's he's out. Right. Um, I, I might have to. I mean, listen, it's it's a. Move. I wouldn't be upset. I I wanted Eckler back for a while, so I, yeah. I mean, Fournette's. I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't trust Fournette. So big matchup, big so. things. Big things so far, though. Adam Thielen on COVID. Gooby's possibly a negative COVID test. Possibly a negative, but he's he, Gooby has him playing. We'll see how that shakes out. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like Gooby is going with Kyler Murray um, over Josh Allen. Okay. I do like that, though. Kyler Murray is a little banged up. Yep. So uh, in my other league that I had that stack, uh, I chose Josh Allen just because I, th- I like the matchup a little more. Yep. And, you know, again, I think that's gonna, it's going to be a shootout. I think my, bigot, my boldest move – that I'm going with right now is I picked up Michael Pittman. I do like that move. I like that and move. And I am it's playing a good matchup. Yep. Um, Michael Pittman has been breaking out the past couple weeks. Uh, he scored 15 points and 14 points in back to back weeks. Last time he played Tennessee, he scored 15 points. So we'll see if he can continue that run. Um, I'm not sure if I would take him out for Eckler. I don't think I would at this point. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna bench my, my man AB. Antonio Brown this week. Yeah. Uh, Pittman just has the better matchup. And you can't really trust Brady with how he's been acting. Exactly. Recently. So, the big big question will be if Gio Bernard stays in my lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Or and if Eckler comes in. I think Gio is a weird play this week. Yeah. But with your depth there, I, I think, like you said, you got to do that unless Eckler comes up right off. And so, this is going to be a close matchup. Right now, it's projected 123 to 117. Leaning towards me, but Gooby also has Adam Thielen, who has a big zero projection because of the COVID test in right. his lineup. I think it's going to be close. I told, I said, I said on the first podcast, I was going to beat Gooby by a hundred points this week. Um, I don't think that'll happen, <laughs> <laughs> but it should be a good, good matchup. Two, two heavy hitters coming at it. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to give the slight edge to Gooby on that's this fine. one. Uh, depending on what's going on with Thielen, um, even if he loses Thielen, though, he's got options. Yes. So that stack's been working out for him for the Steelers receivers, and he he has people that he can throw, and he's got Chark, he's got you know Taylor to fill in a flex spot. So, you know, it's I think I think he, it's going to be very very interesting. This is going to be a nerve wracking week. Yeah. But we'll get through it. Two more weeks. Only two. And then we get the playoffs. Yeah, and we'll do a a whole thing on that maybe. Yep. Well, we'll we'll keep you guys updated for sure. So with that, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy your turkey day. Gobble, gobble. Enjoy your football. Yes, sir. We'll see you next week, week 13. Week 13. You gotta, all you got to do is say a little prayer. Bless all them knees. Bless the knees. Bless them all. Do it right.